0: All right, what's trending in 2024 for entrepreneurs? Enjoy. Welcome to the Age of Jeremy. My name is Jeremy Quintini. I'm the founder and CEO of Q Consolidated Limited. We focus on investing and creating businesses in media and entertainment, finance, investing, and insurance, education and e learning, art, music, and the humanities, earth and human sustainability and advancement, along with earth and space exploration and transportation. Our current businesses include 3T Warrior Academy, Q Financial, Age of Jeremy, and Merlin, the smartest way to track your crypto. Just to name a few, you can find me on all socials at Age of Jeremy, except on X. It's at Age of Jeremy Q, and on Facebook, it is S R Jeremy Quintanilla. You can also find me on YouTube, where we are at a hundred subscribers, no, one hundred and six subscribers, and going strong. There are links to all of this in the episode description, and again on YouTube, it is Age of Jeremy. So make sure that you subscribe. If you are new to this podcast, this is all about the trials and tribulations that I go through to build my business empire, and I hope you pick up some wisdom along the way. I also have guests that share their trials and tribulations, becoming content creators and the adventures they have gone through to become entrepreneurs. If you want to see Coach CJV's financial blueprint, there is a link in my link tree in the episode description. It is a warrior's guide to financial freedom, and it is absolutely free, so there's no reason to download it right now. Please also join my Q Consolidated channel in my age of Jeremy Instagram. We are 14 people strong in that bad boy, so you can be the 15th one if you hurry on over to Instagram and join that Q Consolidated channel. I provide extra insight on the things I have going on in business and in my life. Hopefully you will find some wisdom in it. It is free to join, so I encourage you to check it out. Also make sure to check out ageofradio.com to see all of our amazing podcasts. We just added Killer Lashes, we just added OK Boomer, and we just added the Beckett johnson podcast we will be adding more soon you can also join our amazing community of content consumers and content creators on our addicted to podcasting facebook group everybody is welcome all right let's get this episode going it is the first episode of the new year and i hope you had a fantastic 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 new year. I hope I said that enough and I hope you are raring to go. I hope you have your goals in place. If you know, I am not really big on um, New Year's resolution goal setting because every day is a chance to make a change and to turn your life around through goals that you want to set. It is super important that you focus on the activities that lead to the results of your goals. That is how you can really move your goals forward and that is going to be what is the most important thing for you to focus on with your goals goals. If you follow me on TikTok, I talked about two of the big non-business goals that I have, and I'm going to share them right here. One that is spending more time learning Spanish, spending more time learning German, spending more time learning Japanese. Probably stupid to learn all three of them at once. So I'll probably just focus on one of them and then maybe add the second one in. Uh, But the reasoning behind that is you should always know the languages of your parents. And both of my parents, well, one of my parents knows Spanish. And then my great, great, great grandfather, um, and grandmother and their whole family was from Germany. They spoke German. Their headstones in Illinois are German. I think that's really important to carry on that tradition. It's also important to carry on that tradition so we don't lose languages along the way uh, when I was growing up. As you might know, I am really into music, really into anthropology, sociology, psychology, all of that stuff, and i um, been spending a lot of more time thinking about archiving, thinking about um, cultures, how they pass on traditions, and so forth. And to me, I think that the language thing is super important. I don't necessarily have to be able to speak it fluently, and I'm not. And at some point in time, that would be fantastic. But more of my goal is just moving and progressing on spending time every week doing those things. And then the second goal is because, you know, music, I love music, um, and uh, I love uh, culture and society, uh, social, um, uh, social academics and anthropological academics and uh, philosophical academics. Um, I think it would be really interesting to, um, spend more time in musicology and ethnomusicology. And so I'm going to start working on some of the prerequisites for that, which essentially is music theory and going really deep into music theory. And so, uh, those are two of my non-business ones. Now I have all kinds of other business ones. Um, One of my business ones is getting even more advanced with Outlook, more advanced with uh, this with my email, um, and automations have been, I spent the weekend working on automations. One of my favorite things is power automate, um, which is like Zapier, but it's by Microsoft or Zapier, but it's by Microsoft and it allows me to have Microsoft planner. I can create a task in Microsoft planner assigned to myself and it shows up in my Microsoft to do. And I have that, uh, power automation working. There's all other kinds of automations that you can do. Um, and so my goal is to become more efficient, not to be able to take on more stuff, but to be more efficient at the stuff that I take on because I have lots of aspirations over the next 10 years, um, specifically um, with um, um, politics and specifically with uh, statecraft and uh, being a statesman, things of that nature. And so it's time to get back on track. Not saying that the last two years weren't super beneficial for me, um, but it not necessarily um, what 100% what I would have done, but I do but I'm glad that I chose to do it because it put me in a position where I can do a lot of these things and to free myself. And so I'm just going to be really focusing on that and then really focusing on going really hard on taxes and insurance. Um, Taxes, bookkeeping, insurance and investing, being able to offer those financial services to people because they are super beneficial. Um, So I'm building a lot of goals and structure around that. But we're at the first right now that I'm recording this, you're going to hear it on the second. So we are jam-packed already going into January, 2024. The last thing that I want to uh, last thing that I want to mention about this, and then I move on to another topic, is January 8th, we're doing the 120-day challenge. We all go through the 120-day challenge together every year in the Academy. We are starting it next Monday, so I'm super excited about that. I will not be on the workouts in the mornings because I am not a 5 o'clock in the morning person, especially when I start meetings sometimes at 7, and I sometimes in meetings at midnight. Uh, last week, we had a Merlin meeting. I did not get off of that meeting until midnight on that Wednesday, and so I'm not going to put myself in a position where I'm exhausted because sleep is super, super important. But the rest of the stuff, the gratitude journaling, the fasting, the eating, the macros, all that, I'm really going to really hone in on and focus in on that just to do it just because it's fun. It kind of gets you out of your normal, gets me out of my normal groove anyway. And you can do that with everybody in the 3 T Warrior Academy. So head on over to the link tree in my episode description. Go over. Join the Three Two Warrior Academy. You have to go through an approval process now. You can land, um, create a type form, talk to Chris Z or Depeche. Um, they are a part of our onboarding team, so you can learn from them, and they can also teach you, show you, or share with you all of the other cool stuff that we have going on, like our wealth protection, um, like Merlin, the smartest way to track your crypto. Um, uh, so it's really a really beneficial way for you to learn about the academy and get involved with the academy. And again, that is Three Two Warrior Academy. You can also um, Check us out on Facebook at 3T Wear Academy. And also you can follow the amazing coach CJV on TikTok at coach CJV underscore. All right, with that, I'm done. Done with that part. Now, I want to talk to you about something really, really cool. I don't have my phone. Here's my phone. So if you don't know about this, I just found out about this. Um, so I just want to share it with you as I go deeper into software and tech that I'm using to just do amazing shit with it. Um, and so one of the things uh, I was laying in bed reading threads and Adam, the CEO of Instagram, mentioned something about um, some of the metrics that they were looking at and seeing how certain growth things were going on Instagram. And one of those were notes. And so I um, did had went to the place where you see notes and you can add notes. Um, So essentially if you're on your profile page on your Instagram, so your homepage, you'll just hit scroll over. It'll go to your messenger essentially your messenger or your DM space and you will see all the people that you follow at the top and they might have a little like cloud above their head. It might say something. Um, and you, if you don't have anything, you have a plus sign, you can plus that and you can create a little internal note that only your followers and people you follow back see. Uh, and so like right now mine says I'm elevating my email game this year because literally I was working on email right before this podcast and I was like, I'm just going to share that on Instagram. Uh, and I can see like some of my friends, Marco, who I'm not gonna say the last name, uh, has a song playing. And that's, what's cool about it. You can add songs to it. Um, my cousin has a succubus succubus song playing. Let me see what it is. Succubus by Ken Carson playing. Um, my friend Vanessa says, Happy New Year. And so it's just really cool ways to send notes out to people and you can add music to them. So I think that that's really, really cool. Um, I didn't have it. I had to um, uh, go through help and and submit a ticket because there was a problem with my Instagram. So if you don't have it, there is some troubleshooting that you can do. Um, but I would recommend opening up a ticket first uh and then going from there. I have a ticket open for the Age of Radioverse uh Instagram that's not showing it, it's not showing up yet, but that's because it's the first of the year. So I was gonna give it till this week and see um so that we can say, hey, check out this podcast or do this. There's all kinds of cool stuff that you can do with notes. So I think that you should definitely do it. Um, once we could get clips from the podcast, we could throw those clips in there. I'm gonna try to figure out how to do that. But first, I gotta get those notes showing up on the age of radioverse. Um, but businesses, professional accounts should be able to do it. So um Uh, so if you don't know, just reach out to help through Instagram and they should be able to get you set up through that. At least that's what uh, worked for me. So I am recommending that you do it as well. So that's the social tip for this week, internal notes. Um, I'm going to try to do some more social tips, uh, just because I think it'd be really, really beneficial for people be, or, or software tips, I guess. Like I have, um, a new software that I'm going to try out. It's called waves cast. Um, so waves is another Steinberg, product and they have a cast solution that makes your cast much better uh, quality um, for the audio. And so I'm really excited to test that out on YouTube. And then I will maybe give a review for it. I really got to set in some specific time to work on uh, YouTube because I should have a video coming out here soon, but I don't. And I need to get my shit together with that. Just Uh, probably just going to be setting that up on the weekend. But again, you got to make the time to do the things that are going to move yourself and your life and your business forward. And so as we're going to talk about today, uh, I don't have an article this week from the news because I wanted to go through some of these trends. and I didn't know how long it would take. Um, And these trends are the trends for 2024 for entrepreneurs. Uh, and so I used my copilot, and copilots are going to be the first thing that we're talking about because copilots pilots are going to explode even more in 2024 and they're going to get even better. So the adoption of AI will definitely increase small and mid-sized businesses will start to use artificial intelligence to improve their efficiency, productivity and growth. AI can help in every area of your business, whether it's marketing, human resources, customer service and logistics, we're not going to go into all of how it can help but go learn about Google Bard, take a course, I know LinkedIn has some courses, learn how um, uh, Microsoft copilots works Buy copilots from Microsoft, get a Microsoft account, a um, an office account, it comes with some of it, I think there's an additional purchasing piece, I think I purchased the additional copilot piece. I will double check on that this week because they they took their Power Virtual Agents and they created it into their Copilot software. Um, you can also download the Copilot app on uh, on your Android phone now, and so you can now use the Copilot for your regular day task, asking it questions, doing stuff with it, and then definitely 100% learn how to use ChatGPT. We are using ChatGPT and Merlin to analyze data for us. Uh, Antonio, um, one of the customer support individuals, and one of the um, kind of like the um, and who also helps me with bookkeeping and, uh, the, one of the sons of one of the founders, he, uh, actually has, has, the, the full service of ChatGPT, GPT, like the paid service. And you can put an Excel file in there. It will take all the data. It will gather it. And you can ask it to give you answers back based off of regular, regular questions that you would normally ask in English. Like, Hey, can you tell me this, this, and this, and it will analyze that data and it will spit that out for you. So AI is going to be really, really beneficial and you should not shy away from it. You should dive deep into it, learn about it, understand how the programming of it works. If you want to go hardcore, learn the programming for it. Um, And like with the uh, co-pilots that was from Microsoft that used to be Power Virtual Agents, you can go in there and just create your own chatbots using artificial intelligence, which is fantastic. And you don't have to learn know a lot of code. It's really low code to use. So I recommend that you learn this stuff because that's the stuff that's going to set you apart in your business. And it is just going to get more intense in 2024 as we move along. All right, the next thing. Hybrid and work models are hybrid re- remote and hybrid work models are going to 100% continue. As you know, in 2020, when the world shut down for the C word or for COVID, um, it changed the way in which we work and it propelled certain things forward, it prepared propelled co- companies like Microsoft to really even focus more in on Microsoft teams. And now Microsoft teams is one of my favorite products. Um, and again, I'm kind of a Microsoft hype boy, but there are some Microsoft stuff that I don't like. Um, and some Microsoft stuff that I think costs too much where Google, you can use it on Google. That's free. For example, Google pages. Um, actually, I think Google pages is part of their work um, is part of uh, Google workspace. Um, and I'm going to be using Google pages for something because the page the same type of product that Microsoft offers, the cost is ridiculous. Um, so unless they get that cost down, I'm hands down going to use Google Workspace for right now. But anyway, point is, is that, it propelled them to do a lot of more stuff like Microsoft Teams, which made Microsoft Teams one of the best virtual platforms out there for collaboration and work. And so those types of things are going to continue to uh, advance into 2024 um, as more and more places become remote or stay remote. In fact, in last year, in 2023, after CJV hurt his, he had an injury due to uh, martial art that he was practicing and he started working from home more during the recovery. I started working from home because If he wasn't going to be at the office, I was going to be at the office. So now we're all working from home and getting even better from working from home. And that's going to continue in multiple businesses. If you can find a way to not be at the office all of the time, they're going to find a way to not be at the office all the time because it's going to cut costs. Now, I will say this. There are some things that work really uh, much better, I guess in person, um, certain meetings, being able to get questions answered a lot easier. So I think that it needs to be some type of hybrid workplace model I think would work best. You also have that connection that that one-on-one connection a lot better in the office. So I think that we're going to see something where maybe it's two days at the office and three days home is where I think a really good balance would be. So like if you're in the office on say Mondays and say Wednesdays, and then Thursday, Fridays, and Tuesdays, you're at home. I think that that would be a really, really good place to have your business if you're able to do it and you have, and your business allows you to do something like that. Um, next thing you're going to hear a lot about sustainability and green practices. Um, my personal opinion is it's super, super important. I am an advocate for um, reducing climate change or being able to control it to the way that we want it to be controlled. I know that might sound weird or sinister, um, but it's the same thing if you asked me about terraforming another planet. <laughs> um, uh, so I think we're just going to hear a lot more about it. I don't know if there is some type of global conspiracy about it. I don't believe in that believe that personally. I believe there is enough evidence um, from the stuff that I have learned in climatology classes or in meteorology classes to um, know that we have the ability to affect climate change and we should be doing the things to sustain our longevity here on Earth for the mere fact that I am living here on Earth and I want to extend that longevity as much as possible and we should be looking at it and doing our best to do that. Uh, and so I think if we if we think about the things that Elon Musk has done, it's all been because of climate change, getting to the electrical car platform, reducing our carbon footprint, things of that nature. Do I think that companies should be held accountable for um, if they aren't doing everything according to sustainability and green practices? No. Do I think that they should be reprimanded if they're doing things that are harming the the planet, um, in a in a really big negative way, a hundred percent. So, mm-hmm. um, but that's just my personal opinion. But we will see a lot about that. We'll see a lot of businesses talk about renewal. We'll we'll hear more about renewable energy. Um, uh, nuclear fission is something that I am adamant uh, about. Um, uh, and fusion um, both of them, I guess. (laughs) Um, so I think that we'll talk about, we'll be hearing a lot more about those types of nuclear powers. We'll be hearing about renewable energy. We'll be talking about reducing waste and sourcing things ethically, which is something I'm very adamant about. Um, if we knew all of the things that went into our phones that were sourced unethically, I think most of us would have a problem with using our phones. Um, but, uh, nonetheless, we will still use the electronics that we have, uh, but we will be, Uh, it will be talked a lot more about in 2024, uh, uh, sustainability and green practices. Personalization and customer centric approaches will set businesses apart. This, I hands down, um, am an advocate for, and I think that we're going to start hearing a lot about this more and more. So small businesses can leverage data and insights to tailor their products, services and marketing to individual customer needs and preferences. Um, The more data that we have, the better that we can market to people, the better that we can create products for people. And the best products are found by customer research or consumer research to find out what is working and isn't working for people in the marketplace, and then creating solutions for that. And the better that we get with things like AI the better that we get with um, uh, software, the better we get with uh, all of the, the amazing technologies at our fingertips. Um, the more that we get better at that from as business owners and entrepreneurs, the better that we can get in front of our customers, find out what's working with them. That's the, one of the things that I take pride in. Um, with Merlin and with 3T Warrior Academy, we're constantly asking our customers um, and doing con- and customer research to find out what is and isn't working and then meeting solutions based off of what they're telling us. And so I think we're going to see more of that as we move forward into 2024 because we're going to be able to pinpoint these things more and more because of the technologies that we have. So I think that that is really, really important for you to understand how to do, you to know how to do things like SurveyMonkey, learning how to do surveys for your customers, learning how to bridge any gap between you and your customers, being more uh, customer support centric. Uh, One of the things that we toiled with was not having a live customer support line with Merlin and I'm glad that we made the decision to move forward with that because I feel that our customer support and our customer centric approach for Merlin is what's setting us apart from our other our competitors and we are going to win in that game because not only of our innovation but because of our listening to the consumers um, and and doing and, and doing the best for our customers so I think we're going to see a revitalization of that in 2024 and I could already feel that just by being part of uh, what we're doing inside of Merlin. The next thing is e-commerce and online marketplaces will fuel the need for 3PLs. So what is a 3PL, you might be asking? That is an acronym for third-party logistics. So the growth of e-commerce and online platforms will reshape the retail landscape in 2024. Small businesses can expand their reach by establishing a strong online presence, optimizing their websites for mobile use and partnering with e-commerce platforms. They will also need to rely on third-party logistics providers, three PLs, to meet the customer expectations for fast and accurate delivery. So we're gonna see a lot of growth of e-commerce and online platforms. We're gonna see a lot of reshaping of the retail landscape in 2024. One of the things that I read that I don't know how they're that, that it's doing, but we're gonna see a lot of more um I think that we're going to see a lot of more places not have the stuff in stock and the the the, the stores are going to be more for to try stuff out and the stuff will be shipped to you and then they don't have to carry a lot of it in house they can do more pop-ups they can do more random showings um, they can change the stuff out a lot faster for people with not having to bring all of that merchandise in house I worked in retail for many many years and it can be a pain in the butt uh, and so I think we're going to see a lot of that become a better and then we're going to have the third party logistic providers for it um, so keep an eye out on that. And maybe that is something uh, that you might want to look into if you are a retail provider, or uh, if your business is uh, retail or um, store, if you are a retail provider, I guess more entrepreneurs will move towards the mouthful. More entrepreneurs will move into IOT, the internet of things. This is the network of connected devices that can collect and exchange data. I am very adamant that data is going to be the most important thing. Data is going to be one, continue to be one of the most important things. We are going to overuse data. We're going to overanalyze data. We're going to have data points for every fucking thing. And you are going to need to have all of these data points. But more importantly, you're going to have to know what, to do with them, but collecting that data and organizing is going to be even more important moving forward. And we are going to, um, connect things more. So all of our devices are going to be talking. All of our devices can be automated with things like Zapier or with Power Automate. Uh, We can use things like Power Buy to look at all of the data, get them all into one place. That is just going to become more prevalent. And if you're an entrepreneur, I would recommend if you have the resources to have someone that can manage your data, put get that data in a presentable way for you to be able to analyze it. Uh, Right now, Johnny does a lot of that for our Merlin business, uh, which I'm very, very grateful for, uh, because all of those insights are super, super helpful. I don't have time to look for all of that. He is spending late, late nights gathering all of that so he can make really good decisions on what to move or why something's working so that we can focus on it more. And that's really the importance of getting that data. So that's one of the things that I want to do a lot more, not only for my social media, not only for my age of radio business, with my Q financial business is get data in a better place where we can look at it, manage what the act, what, what targets we're looking for, how to uh, impact those targets and then move forward with the goals that we have with whatever we're trying to, what with whatever data points we have and whatever goals that we're setting. And I, I said that in a sense, because it could be for anything. Um, so for instance, like in Merlin, I have data points that I'm getting data collected from, from Dustin. He's putting this in Excel spreadsheet. I have a scorecard build out of the engagement rates that we have for our different social media platforms and how we can get those engagement rates up um, so that more people are engaging with our Merlin content, so they know what's going on with Merlin, so that they can eventually buy with Merlin, or they can ask us questions about how to get the product. So you have to have some type of data structure in place. And if you don't, you're not going to know what's going on. Um, and, and two, I had a great conversation with Johnny tonight. So a lot of the stuff that Johnny told me about the data points, I can conceptualize In my mind, like, okay, this is probably happening because of this, but not everybody's going to be able to see that. You have to be able to explain to the other people that are on your team why you're making the decisions that you're making, and data will allow you to do that. And that's why it's so important. And two, you can actually prove that this specific thing is happening based off of your data. Now, do you need data points for everything? No, you need to have a couple of data points that are going to be the the biggest drivers of your business, and then you focus on that, and it's going to take care of the rest of it. Um, So, again, Moving into 2024, understand that you your devices are going to collect and exchange data. You need to collect data points um, and you need to learn more about the Internet of Things because it can allow you to be more efficient when all of your software, your programs, your hardware are all talking together and then giving you information. All right, content will become omni-channel. So omni-channel content is content that can be consumed across multiple <laughs> platforms and devices. Small businesses will need to create and distribute content that can reach and engage their customers wherever they are. And this is one of the biggest things for that I'm working on in all of our businesses. And I think this is going to become even more prevalent in 2024 is the, the fact that you have to reach your customers where they're at. And they're not always going to be on the same platform. For example, there are going to be Millennials that are going to be on Facebook. There are going to be some millennials that are not on social media and that are reading the newspaper. There are going to be Gen Xers that aren't on social media, reading the newspaper. Gen Xers are probably going to be on Facebook. You need to be on TikTok. There's new social platforms coming out like Lemon Eight. There's new stuff where you can only reach your people through email. Maybe you can only reach people through phone. Maybe you need to reach people through some type of chatbot. So there's all these different channels, and you need to find out which ones your consumers are using, and then you, your customers are using, I guess, and then you need to reach them where they are getting their information. And that's going to be super important. And this is also going to be super important why the Internet of Things is going to be so important because all of that stuff can talk to each other and then it can come into one place where you can connect with them in one like platform. Like one of the things, for example, is... Intercom, I'm just going to use Intercom, for example. Intercom is a software that we use. That's how we talk to our customers inside of our Merlin app. But I can also utilize that to talk to customers through our Instagram channel. So if we're putting out, you know, if we're putting out information or we're putting out content that engages people on Instagram and they want to talk to us about our product without going to our support line, they can do that. But I can still talk to them through our support line, which is through Intercom. And we can create them as a lead. And so those are the types of things that I'm talking about, or HubSpot, which we use for Age of Radio, which building out that chat bot to do certain things, or maybe using a Microsoft Copilot chat bot and put, putting that inside of our software um, to utilize or on on in our website for it to be utilized. We can do all of that stuff. And that's going to be super, super important on how we reach our customers. So we need to reach them on omni-channel platforms, but maybe we can do that from one channel from our side and you're going to have to know how to do that to be able to make it more efficient for you. So to slow down on that, again, your customers are going to be through different channels. You need to find out how to reach them on that channel. And there's software out there that can make it easier for you to have one spot where you can reach them on multi-channels. And that's going to increase as, we move into 2024 and as other generations come up and other generations utilize social media differently and utilize content differently. So you need to know where your people are, how to reach them and how to make it efficient for you. The last thing that we're going to talk about, and I've talked about this before that is going to happen in 2024, micro influencers will grow in importance. Um, that hundred hands down, I can, we can, if you can find people that people trust, right? If you can find people that people trust to sell your product or to talk about your product, that is how you're going to sell. Micro-influencers are social media users who have a small but loyal and engaged following, and they can get people to buy stuff. Small businesses can collaborate with these micro-influencers to increase their brand awareness, credibility, and and depending on how large and how trustworthy their sales. And that's something that's going to hands down continue. You have things like the TikTok, um, TikTok uh, creator, not TikTok creator, fun, what the hell's it called? Uh, TikTok, I guess, TikTok creator marketplace where you can go and find these people and then they can talk about your product and you can create cr- great brand awareness, which is one of the things that frustrates me the most about marketing, especially with a lot of the marketing marketing um, that we do and work with is that it's not always awareness is super, super important. And brand awareness is super, super important. It doesn't always need to be eventually. Yes. And it is important to make sure that you're getting a profit and your finance team. And you, if you are your own entrepreneur and your small business owner, you are your finance team. Yes. You need to be making sure that you are recapturing some of this and that you're profitable, but there is, if you can make yourself ubiquitous where no matter where any of your customers go, if they are your customer, they hear about you, or they have the ability or if they are in your demographic, as your customer, they hear about you. That is super, super important. And that is done through brand awareness. That's one of the things that I love about social media influencers. I'm not interested in them giving me a dollar-dollar return. I'm interested in them going out there, talking about the thing, showing it to people, and creating this large brand awareness, large credibility. And then over time, the people are going to only come to the products and services that I offer offer. And that is super, super important. And that can take time and it can take years. That's why one of my favorite things that I love about Sony is I heard, I don't know if it's hundred percent true. Maybe I should look into that, but I love the idea anyway, is that they have a hundred year plan all the time. They have a hundred year plan. Most of us don't even have a four or five year or 10 year plan. If you write out a hundred year plan and you stick to that plan, You will change the world and future generations will change the world as well. So those are some of the trends found for 2024 for entrepreneurs. I hope that that helps you again, the adoption of AI, remote and hybrid work models, sustainability and green practices, personalization and customer centric approaches, e-commerce and online marketplaces will fuel the need for third-party logistic providers. More entrepreneurs will move into IOT or the Internet of Things. Content will become omni-channel and micro-influencers will grow in importance. And with that, like I always say, Namo Omiro Remember, be thankful, grateful, and kind. And I will talk with you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into The Age of Jeremy. Make sure that you like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. Make sure that you share it with as many people as possible. The opening song was Spanish Love Songs, Brave Faces, Everyone. Our closing song was Threatening Each Other, Recapitalism by Illuminati Hotties. I use Neumann microphones. I record into my Zoom L8. I use Steinborg's Cubase as my DAW or Digital Audio Workstation, and I use WAVE's plugins. Like I always say, remember, be thankful, grateful, and kind, and we will talk with you next time. Bye.